Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. So I want to thank Morgan and Amzi for giving me this opportunity. I don't take it lightly. I'm super grateful. It's an honor. So thank you. I'm going to jump right in with the title of my message tonight, and it's going to be called Connect the Dots. Tonight, I want to talk about our connection and our communication with God. You know, and when I was thinking about a title for this message, I started thinking about the game Connect the Dots, you know, drawing the lines from dot to dot, and how the goal of the game is to reach the next dot in order for the end product to become something that it was already designed to be. And I was thinking about how without our relationship with God, without our communication and without our connection to him, there's really no way for us to connect the dots in our lives, you know, reach the next point to see all that God has already has for us and all he's called us to be. And I think a lot of times when we hear the words connection and communication and we correlate it with God, we think, we overthink it and we're like, okay, we got to spend two hours in our Bible, we got to pray for three, we got to worship for four, and I think we overcomplicate it because we think that we have to perform it perfectly. I think we begin to get this mentality that if I'm not all in, then it would be easier if I'm not in at all. Or we think that in order to get to the next dot, our destination, without dedication, it's, we were designed to walk and be connected with God in our lives. And I was thinking, I think that the biggest blocker to communication with God in our lives is simply us. It's that simple. We make it a bigger issue than it is. You know, we go into the spiral of never having enough time um, or trying to squeeze it in here and there. We never get quiet. We overcomplicate it. We get stressed out. We think that there's a right and a wrong way to talk to God. But I look back at this song. Have you guys heard Talking to Jesus? Yes. Well, we, we've only done like one time here. But I look back and I listened to the song and it said, it does an amazing job at simplifying it. It says there's no wrong way to do it. There's no bad time to start. It doesn't have to sound pretty. Just tell them what's on your heart. Because it's not a religion. Because it's more like a friendship. Just talk to your father like you are his kid. And I love that so much because it's, it makes it so easy. And it's also really important to understand that our relationship shouldn't mirror or match someone else's. You know, mine shouldn't look like Madison's or Leslie's or Morgan's. It should look like mine. And I heard this quote. It said that we're not called to be like other Christians. We're called to be like Christ. You know, we might be the only version of Jesus that people see in their lives. Maybe through our words or our actions, our behavior, maybe even compassion towards others. So strive to be like Christ, not like other people, because, you know, there's a lot of distractions in our lives, and there's a lot of opportunity for distractions to come in, but don't let people around you be the problem. I only have one verse tonight, but I think that it shows how vital our connection to God is. So if you guys would turn to John 15, 4. I'm going to read it in both the message and the passion translation. I'm going to start with the message. So it says, live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. And I'm going to read it in the passion now. It says, 
So you must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit. So your life will not so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. Now notice a vine that isn't connected doesn't bear fruit. Someone who isn't connected to God does not bear the benefits of someone who is. And I really like how in the Passion it said, so you must remain in life union with me. For I, kind of like he already remains in life union with us no matter where we stand, he's just waiting on us. So I only have three points tonight. But I think that they're really simple and easy foundational steps to making sure that we stay connected in our personal relationship with God. So my first one tonight is, it's not about being perfect, but being present. You know, we hear this a lot, but we have to have an ongoing and continuous open dialogue with God. You know, maybe just, you know, we need to talk through him throughout our whole day, not just in the mornings when we wake up or the night before or the night of when we're going to sleep, you know, we need to talk to him throughout our whole day, telling him the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the big stuff and the little stuff, the pretty and the ugly, because he wants to know it all. He wants us to tell him. And I heard this quote, and it said, we should be talking to God even more than we're talking about God. You know, you have to make the decision to be present in the relationship with God. It shouldn't always be us talking about God, But are you talking to him first? And you can't talk about something properly if you haven't spent the time developing your knowledge and your own relationship with it. And all this got me thinking, do you guys know what leaving somebody on red is? Everybody does? Well, if you don't, it's when somebody texts or snaps, DMs. If you have Facebook Messenger, maybe, okay, maybe. But it's when you choose. It's when you choose to open it and you don't respond. Like, I know some of you guys read it because it'll send you, like, that uh, receipt thingy where it says red at this certain time. Maybe even screenshot it. You send it to a friend. You do one of those hacks, like, on Snapchat. You can, like, half swipe and see what they say. Like, I know some of y'all do that. (laughs) But anyways, I began to wonder how many of us do that to God sometimes. You know, like, how often do we leave God on red? Or how often are we, like, half swiping God? You know, maybe it's been a while, and he's just trying to check in and talk to you, and you swipe over and you read it, but you're busy right then, so you're like, I'll respond later when I have time. Or maybe he's like, hey, I really need you to go talk and minister to that person, because you're the only one that I have right now in this season of their life. And you swipe and you read it. Maybe you're embarrassed, so you don't go do it, or you're nervous. So you're like, God, if they're there in 30 minutes, I'll go back and do it. Or maybe he's telling you, like, hey, like, I have a lot in store for you. Your future's, like, really bright, but I need you to start growing and building your relationship with me so you're ready, because he's already ready. He's waiting on us. But you have swipe it, you swipe out, because you think that that's down the road and in the future, and you think you're in a good place right now. And when I say all this, I'm talking to myself, too, because I'm not perfect, and I mess up on this, too. But I heard... um, Pastor Rich Wilkerson say it this way, your public life cannot keep up with an empty private life. You know, you can't be empty personally in your relationship and expect, you know, your public life to look like that. Because if you're empty, people will see that or begin to notice that. And Pastor Nancy said, it's all about who says yes versus who says no. So are you saying yes 
or are you leaving God on red? You know, saying yes in our own lives is an everyday choice. You know, I can't say yes for you. You have to make that decision on your own. So choosing God's plan, um, and well, not choosing God's plan and leaving him on red, should, we should be able to recognize that on our own. And it's an everyday choice to choose God and what he has for us. So realize that we can't leave God on red and expect to have a growing relationship with him. Because it's not about being perfect. He's not calling us to be perfect. He just wants us present. So my second point tonight is God wants your whole heart, not your developed habit. And what I mean by this is sometimes I think that we think that spending time with God is just like a box to check off on our daily checklist, like waking up at 7 a.m., I'm going to get my coffee, my Bible out, my devotional, play some background, instrumental background music. And don't get me wrong, we should be talking to God daily, and we should be setting time aside. But if it becomes a habit lacking our hearts, we're just going through the motions. You know, if we look back at the Passion Translation, it says to live your life intimately joined to mine, meaning to let it come from a place of letting God have full access to your heart, not just half, not just a little bit, but full access. You know, make it personal and passionate. Sunday, Pastor Jordan was just talking about living your life with passion, meaning to be all in. He talks about that all the time, too. And, you know, to be all in is letting him in. Like I said, it's going back to you choosing that. You have to let him in. Drastically pursue your relationship with God, or the absence of that relationship will do something drastic to you. I'm going to say that again, because I really like that. When I was, like, preparing for this, I was like, ooh, that's good. (laughs) Drastically pursue your relationship with God, or the absence of that relationship will do something drastic to you. What do I mean by this? I mean that... Without that core relationship, you know, your life will be drastically different than with that. The absence of that relationship um, with God in your life, it'll leave you feeling empty. It'll leave you feeling depressed, anxious, lonely. You know, the list goes on. At camp, I talked about being empty and how to fill back up and, um, you know, It wasn't that I lacked that relationship, but it was that I wasn't doing everything that I'm supposed to do, so so I was feeling empty. You know, we have to pursue him as he pursues us. God wants your whole heart, not your developed habit. And my third point tonight, um, I got it from the scripture I read, but stay connected instead of cut off. Now, I say that because if we look back at the Passion Translation, it says a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit. And I looked up what severed meant because I was like, okay, like, but I was wanting to understand it more. And it means to be cut off, broken off, or to be removed. So when I was studying this, to be disconnected from the vine means to be disconnected to the fruit. To be connected to the vine means to be connected to the fruit. You know, ultimately meaning that we're being connected with God. And if you look back at the message, it says that you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. It doesn't say that you may or may not bear fruit, depending on, you know, your relationship status with him. No, it says you can't. You cannot bear fruit unless you are joined with me. So to be joined means to be connected. We have to be connected with God. 
You know, by being connected, I don't just mean that in your personal prayer time with God, although that, that's vitally important, um, but I mean being connected comes into play with staying plugged into your local church. You know, who are you serving and where are you serving? What are you giving your time to the most? You know, who is your community? It should be people in the church because who you hang out with is who you become most like. And I'm not saying, when I say who's your community, I'm, say, I'm not saying that you can't reach other people because we're called to reach other people. But I don't know about you, but I strive to be like Christ every day. So my core relationships should look like Christ-centered relationships. And in relation to the verse, I'm asking you guys to check your vine. Are you connected to the branch? Or are you severed, meaning cut or broken off? You know, this is a time where you could reevaluate. You know, check it and change it if it needs to be. Because God is waiting on you. You know, he's wanting you. He's actively choosing you. And he's ready. Just the question is, are you? So I'm going to read this, um, what Pastor Nancy said again. She said, it's all about who says yes versus who says no. And I want to be someone who says yes every single day, even when it's hard, even when things don't look pretty, or there's seasons that, you know, aren't the funnest. I want to choose to say yes, because the minute I, the minute I choose no, I'm stepping out of what God has called me to, to do in my life, and I'm stepping out of all the people that I could be reaching in my life. So being connected to God, being connected to the branch, is vitally important to not just our future, but every, every, every other person that we're connected to. So in closing, I just want to remind you guys that, you know, being connected to God and growing in our relationship with him, we need to remember that it's not about being perfect, but being present. That God wants our whole heart, not just our developed habits, and to stay connected instead of cut off. So that's all I have tonight, and I'm going to pray and close us, and then we can go outside. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media.